Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris. I'm on the line with Alan. Watcha. There he is. There's Alan. And this is a podcast where we get together and talk about wrestling. That's it. Nothing else. We don't talk about <laughs> anything else, just the wrestling. Hardcore wrestling action. That's what people tune in for. That's what we're going to give them some discussion. Not actual wrestling, but chat about wrestling. Because nobody wants to listen to wrestling. That would be weird. Hello. Did, did I ever tell you that um, there was a point where the, they used to put the audio from WWE pay-per-views on Forces Radio? Right. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm aware of this. Yeah, and so there was a time when, you know, um, you could lie in bed and tune into the Forces Radio, which living in the, the kind of the east of England, there's plenty of RAF bases around here, so you could always pick up one and you could listen to a pay-per-view. What a load of shit that would be. Yeah, I mean, in, um, a, in a past life, I actually did commentary on the radio for wrestling, and yeah. it was really hard. Really be fucking hard. dreadful yeah um, also i like i like also did a good job but and i know this is a podcast ostensibly by wrestling fans for wrestling fans but what kind of fucking weirdo wants to listen to wrestling on the radio i know i know i mean like it went out at at the same time as as tommy boyd's wrestling show on talk sport um because it was a tommy boyd related event right. um but they, they messed up the timing in that there was a, a big period when we weren't on air when there were matches. And then we were on air for the entirety of, of the uh, the interval, which was just fill time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But I've got well, recordings of that. Perhaps I'll put them up on a band camp. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure you can charge for those and people yeah. will definitely pay for them. I'll call it experimental music. Yeah, just put um, some bleeps and bloops underneath it. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, it's been a little while. Um, So this is our first podcast in many a moon. Um, I mean, I'm still like, I'll put it. I'm going to put all my cards on the table. I'm still not watching it. I'm not watching the wrestling right now. I can't. I just can't find the motivation to do it. Yeah. I said on the Facebook group a little while ago, um, I'm just not interested in watching like a hobbled wrestling product and yeah. pretty much anything that's being produced right now is running at 60% at best. Um, I'm not talking about capacity. I'm talking about 60% energy, 60%, you know, quality, 60%, you know, um, creativity um yeah so it's it's i mean it's a weird time i mean this this podcast in itself it is uh was particularly hamstrung because this podcast was more more about going to wrestling shows and the experience of going to a wrestling show yeah um and when there are no wrestling shows to go to 
Um, although I did, uh, you know, I did manage to get one in in a pub car park. Uh, you did, did that, yeah. yeah, that was that was a bit weird. Um, when there's no wrestling shows to go to, it's 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 all it's basically just describing what we're we're watching on the telly. And as you say, when we're not watching stuff, um, the the current kind of wrestling product is a lot like, you know, when you see um, footage of of rock bands uh, in China or behind the Iron Curtain, and everyone's everyone's sitting down and the soldiers at the front making sure that they sit down and and don't react too much to everything. It's a bit yeah. like that. Um, it's it's yeah, a bit yeah. weird, but I'm persevering because I've I've got nothing else, Chris. I've really I've I've got no, these people are my friends. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I can't see my real friends. I haven't seen you for for about eight months now. Um, mm. I haven't seen Jake, Chris for 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 seven months. Um, so you know the the likes of Jimmy Lloyd and Joey Janela, they're my mates. And think about how bad what what bad place I must be in. If I've I got mean, to go to Jimmy Lloyd and Joey Janella to be my mates. They're a terrible influence. Yep. I'm really worried about you falling in with a bad crowd. Well. Um, if if your mates, if your mates started smashing planes of glass into their head, would you go do it? Would you? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We've lost him. We've lost yeah. him. I'm calling. I'm I'm calling social services. <laughs> You're going to care. Um, yeah. So we we wanted to get together. So over the years that we've done this podcast, um, we have always endeavoured to take on the Herculean task of watching too much wrestling over WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Um, and the tradition had been had become that you know as many north american mainly wrestling promotions as possible would just pile into the city that wrestlemania was being hosted in and run as many shows as they could over as short a time as possible and often a number of these would be broadcast over the internet yeah do you remember, uh, do you remember flow slam yeah, I do remember the Flow Slam years. Yeah. Uh, the magic of Flow Slam. I, I wore my uh, Joey Janela Spring Break, the original T-shirt yesterday, and it's got a Flow Slam logo on the back. So yeah. forever captured. I mean, Flow Slam was like what was miraculous when you looked at what the presentation was the years prior to that, because it was it was like the... Um, what was it? What was it called? More than Mania. No, no, it was like it was one of these Gabe Sapolsky. Oh, what, the like, WWN network. Yeah, the WWN thing, and that was a fucking disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they tried to put on more than one show a weekend, it always invariably crapped out. And that 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 one year, that one year where they were like running a lot of the WrestleMania stuff. Um, I think was a real struggle, um, uh, but um, but so in the years um, since then we've we've got together uh, multiple times and and watched you know marathons of shonky wrestling. Too much, uh, if, if if we're honest. Yeah, I think last year we definitely hit a <laughs> hit a real wall. 
Yeah. Um, and I think we ended up resenting each other to some extent because of it, especially once WrestleMania itself came round. It yeah. was like, nah, forget this. I hate you. I hate wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> whereas, whereas this year, because I'm doing it on my own, the only person I'm going to resent is myself. And I've had 48 years practice at that. You were already, you were already on that, weren't you? Yeah. Um, so, in lieu of WrestleMania season this year, which was cancelled due to the coronavirus, uh, Google it, um, we have ended up with a time-shifted collective weekend. So a lot of the shows that were supposed to be running that weekend have been moved here into October. Um, I think, what, what is the total lineup? Is it like 12 shows? 12 shows, three days, four shows a day. Um, yeah. Roughly uh, their time, a show at midday, 4 p.m., 8 p.m., midnight. Yeah. It's a little so, bit different today, but Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. so four shows a day bunch of different companies um all the same wrestlers uh, <laughs> that's kind of how it how it's always gone um but um about quite a variety of shows um and you are endeavoring to watch 99 percent of it well i'm, I'm hoping to watch 100 percent of it um yeah i've paid for 100 percent of it yeah um, 140 dollars chris um, which, when you work it out on a per show basis, doesn't sound so bad. Um, but no. when I when I laid that out, that was a that was a bit of an outlay. But uh, what else am I going to do with the money? I mean, um, a pizza. Well, I've got pizza as well. So, oh. it it in fact, if, if one thing that this uh, this whole pandemic has shown me, it's that I have lots of spare money when I'm not going to wrestling shows. <laughs> so that also tells me that I spend far too much on tickets well, to wrestling yeah. shows and petrol for the car to drive. Yeah. To wrestling shows. Do you remember that year where on our Facebook group we tried to get everybody to tally up like how much they'd spent on wrestling yeah. that year? <laughs> we got everybody on the group and it was it was into like I think we would got it to about like. Of the people who had contributed to, like, or had, had participated, I think we were over like seventy thousand pounds. Yeah, I think Andy Ward alone that year. Um, I think he had the GDP of a of a small African country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he like he, I think he he spent almost twenty grand. Um, yeah. Which is which is just stupid. It's stupid. No, it is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just spent $140 on this. Uh, I'm going to try and watch it all. I'm not going to watch it all live. So mm-hmm. the, the show that is midnight, their time, starts at 5 a.m. our time. Yeah. Um, so I'm watching that in the afternoon, um, the following afternoon, before yeah. um, that everything kicks off. Because I'm not mental. I mean, I am no, mental. You are but mental, not, but I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yesterday kicked off. Um, we had four shows. I've watched everything except the last two matches of uh, the collect for for the culture, um, which was the midnight show. Um, and I've I've put it in a three and three, Chris. Oh yeah, three. Love the graps and three. Not my graps. That's our yeah. format that we do. 
Um, yeah. Well, let's give a quick rundown of what the shows are then before okay. we um, before we get into that. Um, I think that's only fair. And also, I didn't watch them, so no. <laughs> it'd be nice to get some understanding of what's been going on. Yeah, um, this is a kind of I think you said before, like uh, me telling you in the playground the next day what I watched on telly the night before. Yeah, 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 and me not yeah. believing you and calling no. you a liar. Oh man, uh, just seen Top of the Pops. Yeah. Just seen Top of the Pops. Uh, a man yeah, died. A man died on it. Shut up. He got set on like, fire and he when died. You said the, it's like when you said that your uncle works for Nintendo and that he's got all the new Mario games two years before they come out. Is that what he, you're saying? He does, man. He does. I mean, I, Nintendo didn't exist when I was at school, so <laughs> this bit of improv. <laughs> Nintendo's been around for 150 years. Oh, yeah, it was a card game company wasn't it or something some some bullshit like that yeah i've got i've got a comic book some... about tetris it goes all into it on that so mm, some japanese um, bullshit so yeah yeah you didn't watch it so let's let's run down what it was yeah 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 so the midday show yesterday friday october 9th was jimmy lloyd presents uh Dege- degeneration f do you, know the you F, do you know what the F stands for? Fun. Almost. Almost. Oh. Yeah, apparently it stands for fuck. Oh, why? Because it could have been Jimmy anything. Lloyd. It's Jimmy Lloyd. Degeneration f- fudge. <laughs> Degeneration F is what I got on my, all my school papers. I'm only Degeneration joking. Friday. Yeah, it was on Friday. So yeah, yeah. So that was a GCW right. branded show. Yep. Do you want to tell me about it? Well, I mean, you know, no. the vibe. Just give me the vibe because because a lot of these shows, you know, they're they're presented as having some sort of unique um, selling point, right? Yeah. So the 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 point of Degeneration F was that everyone on it was was young. Uh, I can't remember the cut-off age. Um, it it might be uh, similar to that for Young Labour, um, which is when you reach 27, you're not a member of Young Labour anymore. 27, Chris, that's quite old, isn't it? Um, well, because at that point you either become New Labour, right, yeah. Labour or right. you um, do the Rockstar Suicide. Okay, yeah, 27 Club. Yeah, I see, yeah. I see. Um, so, yeah, so everyone was under, let's say under 25. Um, everyone was, was under a certain age um, on the show. So it was showcasing the youth of uh, American independent wrestling. Yeah. No doubt loads of people called like Cody and Dylan. Well, That's... there was there was a Dylan on there, but he spells his name without the A. Dylan. 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 That's stupid. Um, yeah, he looks and wrestles like a young uh, speedball Mike Bailey. Right, okay. Yeah. Or speedball Bailey, as he would be. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's the that's the young people's show for young yeah. people. Then we've got a couple of shows by different promotions, correct? Yeah, so uh, the the afternoon show, the 4pm uh, their time, 9pm our time, was by SUP. SUP. 
um, which is a Southern Underground Pro, which is a Nashville promotion. And when GCW are in Nashville, they use SUP's uh, venue. Um, so okay. that's how SUP got on there. Um, right. So, yeah. And then uh, you had uh, AIW, uh, Absolute Intense Wrestling. Oh, that's uh, still one of the worst names of anything. It, I mean, it really is. Been presented. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're out of Cleveland, Ohio, um, although okay. the state of Ohio is not allowing anything to happen at the moment. Some would say very smartly. Um, so uh, they've they've struggled to, to put on shows recently. Um, they piggybacked on a, a GCW show in Indianapolis a few weeks ago uh, and they had one here as well. And then the the final show was another themed show. Right. And that was uh, a GCW show, was it not? Yep, uh, curated by AJ Gray. Uh, it's called For the Culture, and everyone on it was a person of colour. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay, so there we go. Those were the four shows. Yeah. Um, and you want to get into a three and three? Well, yeah, I mean, before I do, you know, there's probably a little conversation to be had about um, whether these shows should be happening. Um, we know the world we're in at the moment um, and lots of things aren't happening because there is a risk that if they do happen, people will catch COVID-19 and then spread it to other people. Um, I don't know which the, the, the chief of public health for Northamptonshire was on the radio yesterday. Northamptonshire is where I live. Uh, it's a, a rural county in the in the middle of the country. Bit shit. Um the, the chief of, of public health, who when when they got the job, these chiefs of public health for, for places like Northamptonshire were just there to put in strategies to cut the level of smoking by three percent. And now they found themselves in charge of, of pandemics. Um, mm. but, so they're mostly out of their depth. But she was concerned that the, uh, the, the spread of coronavirus and particularly that it was spreading within households. Oh, right. It's like. What? Of course, so, it's spread within households. So, what, do, what does she want? Everybody to stay in their bedrooms? Well, I presume you know she she thinks that everyone's got a wing uh, of their their yeah. mansion, yeah, and that everyone should retreat to their wing. Um, but yeah, it's just like idiot. Uh, at least yeah, we, so, um, at least we know who doesn't hug their kids. Well, yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's an argument to be said that this kind of thing shouldn't be happening. And, and largely it isn't happening in the UK. Um, it's back happening in Japan uh, there. But Japan's a, a, a different kettle of fish. They're an altogether more disciplined people, Chris. Um, and uh, that might be slightly racist to say that, but it's also slightly true. Um, over here, there's not a chance. Uh, there's there's not a chance that you could you could safely have this kind of thing on the reg um, and not have it turn into a super spreader event. So there are people who are who are um, upset uh, that this is going on. Um, a lot of people just aren't bothered, which is probably the, the best way to be. Um, but I've got to say, looking at it, if if you're going to have professional wrestling and there is an argument as to whether we should have professional wrestling, it, at all, let alone in a, a time of pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, 
then they seem to be taking the the best precautions possible. Um, it's in a, a huge venue, which um, and when we get to my not my graps does have its its own issues. Um, everybody is socially distanced. Everybody, as far as I can see, you'll get the the odd one or two until they're they're told off for doing it, taking their mask off. But everyone is wearing a mask. Um, everybody seems to be keeping their distance. There's lots of sanitation stations uh, around the place. So I, I think these 500 people, it's a 2000 capacity venue. These 500 people that are that have, have come to Indianapolis for this event are willing to, to play the game and play by the rules. And thus, I think in, in those circumstances, you probably can get away with this kind of thing. But the minute you extrapolate it to a general population, you're not going to get that level of of, um, of of people agreeing to to uh, keep themselves clean and keep themselves safe. Um, so, yeah, I, I understand if some people are, you know, this this should not be happening. Um, but this could be with us for years and we've got to find ways around it. Um or just surrender um, any any kind of entertainment. Um, and do you know what, Pete, Chris? The the people they want bread and circuses. They want bread and circuses. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we obviously got our own issues over here at the moment with um, with the attitude towards the arts. I don't know what the fix is for it. Um, like you know there there are events happening but nothing on any sort of real scale and you know certainly i mean we've we've spoken about this in the past certainly nothing like wrestling to any real degree partly because i just um you know partly because i don't think anybody's really got the the nerve or the nous about them to actually run shows because either you you know either you've got the nerve and you run recklessly or you just don't know the best way to 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 sort this out because there is no real precedent set now the usa is a certain like you get reminded on a daily basis it is very much a foreign country and um there's been a recklessness when it comes to this whole pandemic for, for quite some time now and that recklessness um you know I, i'm not saying that, that that isn't to say that the decision to run these shows is is reckless but it certainly does reflect a sort of cavalier attitude towards um you know getting out there and doing these things yeah. that we, we that we're maybe rightly more sort of conservative and cautious about um i don't know alan i yeah. don't know it's it's difficult and i know future shock ran some events in manchester a couple of weeks ago um that seems to have gone okay but i think it's a case of, of over here um no one wants to be first um, no one wants to because you know what will happen that you could you let's say the good wrestling put on an event and you somehow <laughs> manage to get 100 people if one person contracts coronavirus um, after that event then you are then a pariah um, yeah. that's the way it's going to work so nobody wants to to take that risk at the moment um, but i do think as this goes on 
um, because, you know, we're months away from from a vaccine. Um, we're months away from getting back to any kind of normality. Someone's going to have to um, have a, a, a good think about how this can happen. Um, and it seems that that GCW um, for for the, you know, for the uh, all that they are an, an outlaw uh, mud show shit show promotion they seem to have gotten it right um you know this is not their first event it's certainly it's their biggest event um but they've been running events through the summer uh, mostly outdoors um and i haven't heard of any significant problems um there's, there's been no real record of, of wrestlers contracting the virus um and i haven't really heard anything about uh audience members so you know, it's happening and it, it, it went ahead. Um, and I hope that when we come at the end of the weekend, that the, the only positive results are, are people's happiness levels, Chris, and, and maybe some, some hepatitis. I mean, there's going to be some hepatitis, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I mean, but, who, you know, but nobody's reporting on, nobody's reporting on that. No, no. It I mean, comes with the territory. Yeah, you know. You know, so yeah, so I do the three and three for the whole of the first day, cool. um, rather than sort of go through each show. I thought I'd just kind of break it down like that. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to spend forever talking about shows that I've not watched. No. no. So um, I appreciate the the efficiency. I mean, we did do that one podcast about a show neither of us had watched. Yeah. That was. Yeah, fun. I I I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, that seems like a million years ago. <laughs> all right what you got for me give me some love the graps then okay love the graps number one one thing that i particularly liked is the same as every year when they have a wrestlemania mania season there are breakout stars um usually the the breakout stars are people for for those of us who follow the indies are uh, usually are already quite familiar with but they they move up to um, another level um, and there's going to be a few of those this weekend although of course everyone watching it will already be kind of familiar with them but i think there's going to be a few people who will get on the radar of the the, the bigger companies um through what they do this weekend but there's also uh, a, a whole bunch of people who uh, are, are going to be making their their national bow if you if you see what i mean uh, on the indies so we've had plenty of that i mean particularly in uh, that first event uh, the the jimmy lloyd show because uh, there were lots of, of young talents on that uh, so there was a guy called Braden lee who was in the opening scramble um, who I was particularly impressed by. Um, JJ Garrett was on that show. JJ Garrett is is the man who, uh, when they did a Wombat wrestling show, which is the promotion owned by the Invisible Man uh, down in the South, um, he did a whole match where the only thing he did was a headlock. Uh, and it got over massive. And on this show, he did a suicide dive out of the ring into a headlock. Um, and headlocked the man outside and, and got the whole chat, the whole crowd on their feet chanting headlock at him. Um, and then you had uh, the the SUP um, and AIW who had some of their own uh, roster over. So you had people like Zach Thomas, uh, Top Flight, brilliant tag team, uh, a guy called Airwolf. He's not a helicopter, though, Chris. Um, he's a human oh, man. Wolf. No, um, not a wolf. In fact, the people on, on commentary did say... Uh, 
you know, he's an air wolf, not a ground wolf. And I was thinking, well, a wolf then. You know, imagine if we called everything because there are such a thing as ground squirrels, aren't there? Um, yeah. Should we be like, oh, that's, that's a ground dog. That's a ground fox. Um, maybe. You know. Yeah. But no, no, maybe, no, no, but maybe what we should be doing is getting rid of some of the names that we've already got. Right. And being like, oh, OK, that's a that's a sea shark. Yeah. For a shark. Yeah. But then for like a tiger, that could be a land shark. Ah, oh, I like where you're going. Yeah. Just I like, like I, that actually seems like it might be a way to make the English language easier to learn. Yeah. Um, and then I also there was a guy called Derek Dillinger uh, on the AIW show who's got quite a unique act in that he comes out with a second um, girl called Ziggy Haim uh, and basically uses her as a weapon during the match. Um, so, you know, she'll she'll get in the ring and he'll um, just yeet her out of the ring onto his opponents outside, um, which I quite like. Nice sort of unique act. Um, but yeah, there was there was plenty of these new fellas and also, you know, a bit of the the familiar guys stepping up to the next level. So um, there was a, a, a young wrestler out of California called Starboy Charlie, um, which I don't think is his real name. Um, but, you know, uh, and uh, he he has, has got that kind of look. He's 17 years old. Uh, he made his GCW debut when he was 16, uh, when they went out to L.A. Um, for most of the match, until they showed a close up of him on the outside, I, I thought he'd grown one of those teenage moustaches. You know, the type. Yeah. 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 But, yeah just a little little bum fluff moustache. Yeah, but when they showed him up close, unless it fell off during the match, he hadn't. He's just he just looks like the kind of guy who would have a teenage moustache. Okay. Um, so he was pretty good. He went 23 minutes to Blake Christian, which, if I'm honest, they probably could have cut half of that. Um, and then uh, um, American Kaiju, O'Shea Edwards. He had a couple of appearances. Uh, really, really big fella. Um, really, really impressive. And there was there was a bit at the at the end of the uh, Blake Christian Starboy Charlie match where Blake Christian got on the mic and sort of reading between the lines. Blake Christian's been doing some stuff for New Japan on their uh, their American show. Um, New Japan strong, um, so I reckon that when when the world is is more back to normal, Blake Christian's off to Japan um, for New Japan, and and he gave a little speech about how you know um, when the the last lot of indie wrestlers got signed, um, they were giving speeches about how the likes of him and Alex Zane, um, the, the the business was in good hands with with those people, and now he's getting to the point where he's moving on, and there's still another generation under that and that's that's kind of a takeaway from this whole weekend really is that you know when you've got uh the wwe amassing talent signing all the top indie talent um you've got aw building a big roster you've got new japan signing guys you've got impact signing guys although there were a few impact guys um on these shows this weekend yet there's still a mass of american independent talent good enough to make a, a really entertaining really um like decent professional wrestling weekend and so the indies are in just such a, a healthy shape um and this kind of this kind of weekend really shows up excellent excellent i mean do you think like who are the stars though like who are the who are the stars it's all well and good like let's like we're pointing at these people and going 
they, they could be signed in a couple of years time but like we've always had like like standout indie stars yeah um and then eventually they get snapped up like it, it, it still feels like there's a bit of a void there that that needs sort of fill in yeah um uh. Like and and, and and obviously right now is a bit of a tough time because there aren't enough shows going on, yeah, particularly big shows to to really to really um, necessitate or you know um, give people that stage to perform on. But are, are any of these people like you would really pick them as the people to to sort of carry that torch forward? Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got the likes of, of, of Blake Christian, you've got uh, Lee Moriarty, um, you've got AJ Gray, um, you know, the, these are, they're, they, they're all kind of uh, young guys, they were all on the uh, the, the Jimmy Lloyd thing, um, and they are already people that, that people will, you see them on a card and think, oh yeah, like there's my star, Calvin Tankman um is a is another one and I, I guess it's similar to what happened over here when when nxt uk kind of popped up um and it took uh the the kind of the top tier of our indies away um in a bit and the, then the next tier had to step up and i think yeah. we're, we're seeing that um but what's also nice um is that alongside that we're also getting some people like ach uh like alex shelley um, coming back to the indies um, mm. and and kind of helping put over this this new generation um, yeah. alex shelley in particular has had uh, a really good series with lee moriarty um and you know everyone who steps in the ring with them is is getting elevated um so it's also nice that that they've got that which which we didn't have here to do that at, at the time um so yeah yeah, I just it's just interesting to me that like I I think there's a particular type of indie star that actually like is it does well in North America but can also come over to the UK and yeah. uh, you know get standing ovations and have their name chanted. Um and then there are there are people who come over here and don't have the same impact. So, yeah. you know, that that's the sort of real that that you know the finer points that that I want to see um you know exploited or i want to see people really shine uh that way but again how are we gonna do that I I don't know. Know. <laughs> yeah. just crazy right so my second love the grats um mm-hmm. uh, is different strokes for different folks in the there's there's a risk of of this whole weekend as you said um 12 shows mostly the same wrestlers um it's it's not turning out to be that way but there, you know there are a lot of shows uh, there were some people who worked three of of the four shows yesterday um so there is a risk that the whole thing could could come across as just another installment of the same thing but everything is is just a little bit different um they're mixing up the styles of matches um, and it's just showing the breadth. So like, particularly, there were a couple of really good grapple fuck matches yesterday, um, which, for for those of you who are not familiar with the term, um, is is basically you're, you're wrestling uh, on the mat, lots of holds, lots of submissions, um, the occasional strike thrown in. So the more kind of real uh, in in inverted commas wrestling. And then there were some also some really good hoss fights, um, and that's something that you've not traditionally got on the indies because 
if you've got any kind of size about you and you're a professional wrestler, you're usually signed by the, the major promotions. Um, but the, there is a crop of guys uh, on the indies now which have got a bit of a size who have come up uh, idolizing uh, all Japan and the, the four pillars um, and that kind of thing. And they're just having fights where they just beat the shit out of each other. Uh, and I'm really enjoying that. There were two particular ones yesterday, both featuring American Kaiju, O'Shea Edwards, um, where he fought uh, Jake something um, that was on the uh, the SERP show. Um, and uh, he fought uh, Calvin Tankman on the, the For the Culture show. Um, and like they were they were standing ovation fights. Um, and then in, in terms of, of your grapple fuck, um, there was a really good fight with uh, Dominic Garini. Do you remember when we hated Dominic Garini? Yeah, that the, there was that year where he was on on like seventy five percent of the shows. And yeah, and he did, and did nothing. Did nothing. Yeah, um, he's grown a sick mullet now. Um, okay, all like, right. He looks like uh, me, age fifteen, um, which you know your mileage may vary on. But yeah, that right, right. Eric Stevens, um, where they they just had a they had, they had a fight. Can I just quickly? I'm just going to quickly interrupt. Yeah. Because um, somebody is now playing drums in my house. Nice. Um, so if you can hear that, then I don't know what you to say to you. If you I'm can not, hear I'm that, not, not going to apologise. No, if you can hear it, then Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, carry on. Yeah, so they, they had a match out. And then there was a really good one uh, between Lee Moriarty. Um, who are, uh, you know, he will be mentioned so many times over this weekend. And Daniel Macabe. Um, do you remember Daniel Macabe from last year? Well, um, he has a football shirt, doesn't he? He did. He wore a Chelsea shirt, um, mm-hmm. which I, I'm not I'm not sure what I'm more offended about. The fact that he wore a Chelsea shirt or the fact that he's given himself the number nine shirt. Um, he obviously fancies himself as a, as a yeah. centre forward. Um, but yeah, him and, and Lee Moriarty, they just they rolled around. It's um, not really a striker, is he? Well, I mean, he is. Yeah. Um, is he? Tech- yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, you know, I but he was more a uh, holding midfielder. Ah. Um, but yeah, they had a really good, really good match. There. And there's lots of lots of different stuff. You've obviously got your lucha influence stuff um, and your, your sort of more traditional professional wrestling. But yeah, everything's a, a bit mixed up and a bit different. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, I mean, you would hope, wouldn't you? That if yeah. you presented with this many shows, it's good that people are actively trying to make each one different and, and then presenting different stuff. I mean, you're feeling like that now. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not even a third of the way through, are you, really? Well, no. no. Show, so. um, but, I mean, I've, the, I've got a lot of gimmick shows coming up, so hopefully that will, will keep things fresh. Um, so yeah so my my third uh love the graps is uh i'm gonna give mvp of of day one uh to aj gray um for a couple of reasons one he he had four matches um for on three shows um because he he didn't work uh, uh the aiw show um but he uh he fought jimmy lloyd on the opener um jimmy lloyd lost on his own show which i quite like um, he was dressed as a Power Ranger as well, which was um, kind of mm. weird. He's, he's got new gear. Um, wasn't the worst gear of the weekend. Uh, Atticus Kogar, 
came out for his death match on the first show, wearing what I can only describe as a, a pair of old timey cowboy underwear, um, which was, was kind of weird. And then Mordecai, do you remember Mordecai? Um, Not really. He fought Danhausen uh, in a, a pair of pristine white boots, pristine white tights and an off-white top that looked like he'd had it since he was Mordecai 20 years ago right. um, so that, that was fun and uh, he also plugged his real estate agent business um, which <laughs> I don't know if you want from like a, a fallen angel uh, but but I was I was willing to go with it I was willing to go with it um, so yeah so AJ Gray he, uh, he beat Jimmy Lloyd uh, he beat Nolan Edwards uh, on the sup show and then came back out at the end to uh to cash in a championship opportunity and he won the subtitle uh beat ac mac and then he had an absolute banger on the the for the culture show with desmond xavier um i, I refuse to say xavier it's, it's not xavier you don't pronounce the, the x like that um and then also because he curated the the for the culture show um which as i said earlier was a a, a show where everyone on it um, was a person of colour. So all the wrestlers uh, were people of colour, the referees were people of colour, the commentators and the ring announcer, people of colour. Everyone in the audience, white, um, yeah. <laughs> is always the risk you get from that kind of show. I mean, I went to uh, the the Surge's um, Everything Pattern show, and I, that was my biggest worry at that show. Um, but, you know, it is it is. It is is what it is um and that that show so far i've not finished it i've got two matches to go um it's the show of the weekend so far really really good uh top to bottom um jtg was on the show because originally when it was on wrestlemania weekend it was supposed to be crime time as a tag team right um, okay yeah and un- unfortunately uh shad gaspard passed away um but jtg came out and do you know what like he's fucking great He's he's brilliant. He fought Trey Lamar and they had such a good match, such a fun match. Um, I could watch JTG uh, pop up in in AEW and he wouldn't look out of place. Um, and the, there was also a guy in the opener called uh, called Marty Atlas. Um, and he, he, he's he got his name written on the back of the trunk. He's got Atlas written on the back of the trunk. But, you know, like um, churches, the way the band churches put the V in for mm-hmm. the U. So it's like churches. Yeah. He he puts the A's as V's. So it's it's like v, v, v's. Um, mm. But the, the reason I mention him particularly is a Chris. He's the kind of wrestler we particularly like. Uh, big a, fat a guy. Big, big fat guy. Um, also, <laughs> okay. he's he's got the nickname Hoodfoot, which uh, I quite like. I don't know what a Hoodfoot is, um, but but I like it. That feels like something that you might call a sick dog. Yeah, or like it's a disease that a sick dog's got. <laughs> oh man, how's your oh. dog? Yeah, to be put down. It's oh, got a really that? bad. Well, I'd never heard of it before, but the, the vet, the vet, he showed me. Uh, it was disgusting. He's got a really bad case of hood foot. So, oh man, I just thought it was the kindest thing to do. Yeah, you know you get that, and it's, mm. it's when you walk through a fairy circle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, okay, well, I, you know, I, I'm really, I'm really glad that old Hoodfoot got his um got got a moment to shine on that show. Yeah, Hoodfoot. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the, the For the Culture show, if you're only going to watch one show from day one, then, then watch For the Culture. Um, really, really, really good show. Um, and uh, I'm really happy that they pulled it off. Excellent. Yeah. Right. Um, I just looked at the lineup, and, and, you know, you've got a couple of matches that you haven't seen yet. Um, but uh, you know who's in those matches, don't you? Yeah. You know I mean? There's no, no spoilers there, but um, you've got your, your Lee Moriarty. You, you keep going on about, but I don't know who he is. So right. against, a, against noted anime fan ACH. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, not going to be rubbish, is it? No. And then Augmented Reality Fox. Um, yeah versus very cold scorpio yeah um, who is 200 years old this weekend <laughs> um, he's, he's actually 55 years old um and people are, are raving about his performance in the match so um yeah i'm looking forward to watching that um but yeah watch one show from day one watch for the culture okay um so i've got some not my graps chris Go on then. Let's trash this bullshit car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 difficult when uh, to to watch something like this and watch so much and and actually commit to hating something um, because you you're kind of undermining your whole weekend plan if you start to pick holes in things. But you know that is what we do. We do like to find the negatives in things. Um, that's why, Dan Reed, we put this at the end. So it's, your, it's the last thing you think of when you, you go away from the podcast. You think of what's wrong with stuff. Yeah. Um, so um, my, my first, not the grabs, I'm going to put the second half of the AIW show, uh, the whole second half in, because if ever a show has fallen apart, that that was that was a show last night um right up until the the kind of midway point um and the midway point was a, a three-way uh between trey lamar uh, lee moriarty uh and alex shelley uh, which was really really good um everyone worked really hard everyone was really good in it but it was a three-way if you know what i mean with I have huge problems with with three ways. Um, So it was kind of not as good as it should have been. And then it looked like the ref fucked up the finish. Um, The ref was terrible all night, but he was particularly terrible in this. And then from that point, the show just kind of went downhill. And do you remember that when we did this for the first time, um, we got up at 5 a.m. to watch Kaiju. Mm. And your your biggest kind of complaint about it was that it, it was self-indulgent in that it looked like it was a lot of fun to be a part of but no fun to watch yeah 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 absolutely yeah. i remember that vividly yeah well that was how i describe the second half of this aiw show in that it was just self-indulgent nonsense um that that obviously the people doing it thought was great the people who booked it thought was great but i don't think the live crowd got it um, I mean, the commentators kept making reference to the fact that um, Mr. Brixter, um, who was uh, uh, one particular character who, who came out, um, killed the crowd. And he, he really did. And not through his heel antics, but because he was just kind of really bad um, and nothing he did really worked. I mean, he was in against one called Manders, who is, you know, a, a star and people love, but it just killed the crowd. Um, and then you had a, an elongated comedy skit with Ethan Page doing his alter ego as Karate Man uh, against Tom Lawler, 
um, which was just not funny. Um, just really not funny and went on far too long. Um, and then they had the main event, which was a, a no rope barbed wire match. And it took fully 30 minutes to take down the ropes and put up the barbed wire. Oh, God. And then the, the match itself uh, between Josh Briggs and Matthew Justice was, again, just so self-indulgent, um, involved two managers, one of which was Bill Alfonso. Um, who took he was a bump. 200 years old. Well, I mean, he took a bump that looked like that might be the end of his 200 year old life. Um, yeah. He went through a table and he didn't really move after that. Um, yeah. and, it, and it was just it just went on and on and on and was just really, really, really bad. And, and I don't know if it was the fact that, you know, it was coming up to 4 a.m. Uh, and I really wanted my bed knowing that I had to get up again at nine o'clock. Um, but I, I just was willing it to be over. So, yeah, AIW, um, they're, they're one of the, the, the they're not the top tier of indies in, in the US, um, but, they, you know, they're well regarded. But I, f- I felt that they, they blew their shot um, this weekend um, with 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 just being a bit overindulgent, really, uh, and a bit right. self-indulgent. Um, so, yeah, shame for AIW, really. Bill Alfonso is 63 years old. I mean, he looks it. And he was managing Matthew Justice, who was uh, both the absolute and the intense champion, uh, because they have two belts at absolute intense wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Matthew Justice is a good guy. He's a, he's a baby face. And so Bill Alfonso came out blowing that fucking whistle. Yeah. And it's like, at what point is that a baby face move? Get off my telly. Nobody wants to cheer Bill Alfonso. No, no. He's pointing at Sky a lot as well. well I mean, and, and did Sabu come out? No, he didn't. No, well, but they did mention you... that um, Jimmy Lloyd beat Sabu uh, on a show last week, which is a match I wouldn't mind seeing. Really? Power Ranger Jimmy Lloyd against 200-year-old Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> Sabu was 200 years old last week. Yeah. Do you remember when we went to that show and Sabu did a running? Yeah, I do. It was, a real, it was a real low point. <laughs> so um, my second, not my graps, is kind of linked to the first of my, my loves the graps. In the, as well as some breakout stars, you're going to get some people who, who are not ready for prime time. Um, mm. and, and it is nice that, you know, the likes of, of Serp, and AIW are using you know, their regular rosters uh, on these shows. And, and today we've got um, a show by Glory Pro and there's one later from Paradigm. And tomorrow we've got Freelance. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll get that through the weekend. But some of them are just then they're, they're not of the same quality. And right. usually this weekend is, is augmented by some of the, the, the bigger wrestlers. Um, so you got your bigger indie wrestlers, some some occasional Japanese stars, yeah. some, some English stars. Um, and without them, um, these guys, they, they do stand out a bit. And I'm, I'm not really going to name names other than Mr. Brickster, um, who was terrible. Um, but there were some people, particularly on the AIW show, who just w- weren't worthy of their place on this showcase of independent wrestling. Um, so, yeah, um, you know. It, it's a uh, can you hear the phone ringing there that's mr brickster ringing um, yeah he's ringing yeah to to say oi um but 
in typical Mr. Brixter fashion, it's going to be really self-indulgent. And, go, uh, on, go and answer it. Mr. Yeah. Brixter, who do you think you are? Yeah, uh, Mr. Brixter, if that is your real name. Uh, he had his hair shaved on one side of his head to look oh, like it had bullet no. holes in it. It's really weird. What? Yeah, really, really weird. Um, so, yeah, there are some people who are who are just not sort of cut out for it. Um, but maybe their time will come. I mean, maybe it won't. Uh, there are plenty of people who are just rotten for their entire careers. Um, and unless they get a gimmick that can hide it, um, that, that's 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 their level, really. So sad. R.I.P. Careers yeah. of those people. Um, so I've got a final. That's matches then, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Talking about Matt Tremont's retiring. Did you hear about that? I just assumed he would die. Well, I mean, he's been in the he's been in the business 11 years. And he's retiring. That's, I, I mean, mean, that says a lot about death matches, really, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 11 years, it's not nothing. No. But, um, you know, you should be able to work for longer than that. Yeah. Um, he's on spring... In fact, he's main event in spring break tonight. Um, I mean, a, an uncharitable man would suggest that he's main event in because it's a death match, and if you put a death match on last, you've got time to clean up. Um, yeah. But he's main event in spring break uh, against Alex colon alex colon uh, as he probably should be called and not named after uh, a bit of your lower intestine um so yeah uh he is he is retiring um, so i've got one more um not my graps uh because mm-hmm. i've got i've got the tv on in front of me in on mute and effie's big gay brunch is is just kicking off so i want to get on and watch that uh in a bit um everyone on that is uh is a person of gay um what, what, what would you say personal friend of dorothy is that what you say <laughs> no you don't say that no 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 i don't um, think you should say that no um, um on that th- there was going to be a bicurious battle royal um but there, there's no bicurious battle royal this time out instead there's a uh, a twink gauntlet uh in which uh paro do you remember paro the big big uh hairy bear of a man um, yeah he's going to have a gauntlet of twinks thrown at him um, which uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, that's just kicking off now. So I'll, I'll, I'll wind up with my third, not my grabs. And and this is, you know, it's a, a consequence of, of where we are and, and what we have to do here. Um, it's that everything does look the same. Um, again, you remember previous WrestleMania manias where we were just sick of that one building. Um, it, this is the same. I mean, obviously, see there's a reason behind this uh the hard cam is in the same place again there's a reason behind that once you've got it set up why change it around but i'm just seeing the same shots over and over and over again um there's very little that people can do because it's such a big building um so you can have as many people as possible and still keep them socially distanced there's not really a lot you can do to dress the building uh to make it different for each promotion so it it just that the 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 four shows that i watched from yesterday um it was kind of like 12 hours of the same promotion uh in in a way um and it does kind of feel a bit samey um and also the fact that they're using this big building again you know they've got to because they want to get 500 people in in a 2000 seater building so that everyone's got a bit of room um, there's a lot of, of echoing a lot of the sound is getting lost in the building so you know you, you can't really hear what they're saying in the ring 
um, they, they perhaps should have uh, put the, the ring mic into uh, the hard cam if that was possible um, and uh, the crowd noise uh, gets a bit lost as well but I mean it's a minor thing for being able to see uh, so much wrestling so much good wrestling over a weekend and, and have uh, it affordable for the people who are putting it on um, and uh, as many people as, as possible uh, enjoy it live um, and you know, I, I think this might be the first time anyone's ever said this. Uh, I wish I was in Indianapolis, Chris. I mean, you say that now. You say that now, <laughs> but the reality, I think, would be grimmer than, than you'd be willing to put up with. What, being in the Circle City? What's that mean? I don't know. I, that's what it's called. I've learned that this weekend. It's called the Circle City. Oh, OK. Yeah. Fine. Um, I will mention one thing before we go. Well, we're still in not my graps apparently there mm. was an incident uh backstage with a uh a woman who makes gear for wrestlers some uh some of the the wrestlers made inappropriate approaches to her um and this kind of blew up a bit but apparently uh brett lauderdale and kevin gill who are kind of like the, the people who run uh gcw um apparently sorted it straight away to her satisfaction um so it's nice to know that well i mean what is disappointing to know that in a post speaking out world that this still happens, but it's nice to know that when it does happen, like it's sorted. Do you know what I mean? Like that there is zero tolerance for this kind of thing. And it uh, will be interesting now, I think to see who doesn't appear for the rest of the weekend. Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, then we might be able to sort of work out who was uh, responsible for that. But yeah, so a bit of, bit of bad news, bit of good news from that. But I'm enjoying my weekend so far. I don't hate myself any more than I usually do. Um, And maybe, Chris, I'll come back tomorrow and tell you about today's shows. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. We could do that. We could do something like that. Sure. Um, Okay. Well, you know, maybe I'll check out some bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, You've got the login. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah, we share a login. Yeah. We're very close. We're very close. Um, so I mean, maybe spring, I'll watch. Spring break stuff. starts at midnight. So if you're still awake at midnight, perhaps watch spring break. Should be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, but then it's going to go on for like five hours, isn't it? Well, I mean, technically the the next show is at five a.m. So yeah, you've you've got a, a big big slot for that to fill in there. So yeah, yeah. But give it a look. Give it a look maybe maybe yeah. we'll see um but yeah well i'm glad you're having fun alan really yeah. i am i know you, you you talked about it being 140 dollars out of your pocket but you weren't going to spend it on anything else and you know it, you, you need you need to put some joy into your body <laughs> somehow yeah. i'm putting plenty um, of crap into my body i bought some uh marmite peanut butter especially for the weekend just to give me that energy boost did you know very good yeah Yeah, it's got the Um, consistency of diarrhea yeah well i went through half a very large bag of maltesers watching four episodes of the haunting of bly manor last night so that's the kind of thing that i'm doing with my time um yeah so you know we're all slowly killing ourselves through sloth (laughs) sloth and gluttony um probably you know there's an argument to be made that that is probably going to be a bigger impact than the coronavirus isn't it yes. my, in, <laughs> my inactivity 
um, uh, on the nation's health. Um, so cool. That's a great way to sort of wrap this up. Isn't it? <laughs> if, if you are struggling with your weight over this lockdown, period, <laughs> give us a shout. Yeah. Well, or go for, go for a walk around the world. Yes. Um, which actually I think was a conversation that we had before we got on air. Yeah. Um, so never mind. Um, got anything else to add? No, no, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm, I'm just watching wrestling, Chris. Uh, yeah. I'll be back tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm coming up with a, an idea based on on your prodding of maybe doing a, a an offshoot of this podcast uh, about the, the weird things that I write about in my zine. Um, so yeah. look for that soon. Uh, but other than that, yeah, just enjoy the wrestling. Uh, we've got uh, Ashton Star and AC Mac against Team C Stars. That's the, uh, the the match kicking this off. I wouldn't have pegged AC Mac for a friend of Dorothy. Um, so you know, you're learning things all the time, all the time. Yeah, I think you should really. Um, I don't know whether we're using that term, friend of Dorothy. Maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe it's not. Maybe it's not actually that bad. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Someone let me know what the appropriate term is. Because I don't, I don't just want to say LGBTQIA+. Um, because you're basically saying the alphabet there, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Right. Let me get All on right. some wrestling. Okay, cool. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's been a long time. It has. Um, hopefully this won't have been a painful listen for everybody. <laughs> So the people who still subscribe to this podcast. Um, until next time, um, watch some wrestling, or alternatively, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we fly, where the seasons are of time. All our lives.